Welcome back to another episode of the Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts ex- examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy Into the Night, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And we are from the Predator Minute podcast. Ah! Ah! That is up! Good stuff. Stick around. Good to be back, John. We're still watching Into the Night. Yep, another day, another minute. This minute, we're speaking about minute 42 of Into the Night. Minute 42 opens with Diana saying, you're telling me, and it ends with Ed saying, they killed this guy Mm. for six emeralds? Mm. Mm. So this minute, we're learning all about why exactly Michelle Pfeiffer needs Jeff Goldblum's help in the movie, because up to this point... If you've been watching the movie, they haven't told you anything other than there's bad guys after her. They killed her friend, but we don't know what they want. And we're going to learn all about that this minute. Yeah. And Goldblum is mostly concerned, or Ed is his name, Ed, mostly right. concerned with uh, his car has just been towed, which I understand. I would be concerned with that as well. Yeah. So he just wants his car back, man. Hey. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But uh, she's leading them across the... Uh, the movie set here, the, what would you call this? Like a a movie lot? uh, Yeah. Past a bunch of sound stages, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, they're kind of, they're working it out right now. They're having a conversation. But we Mm -hmm. get to go by this really, uh, the the camera pulls back and we get this kind of nice wide shot of the sound stage behind them. And we get a big advertisement on a wall. What do we see there? We see an ad for Robert Burns Cigars. Robert Burns cigars were sold in the 1940s, and wow. uh, one of the one of the links I found on YouTube was an advertisement from the 1940s for <laughs> Robert Burns cigars. Which I and, suggest all of you watch. <laughs> yes, please go watch it. You can't miss it. Uh, Robert Burns cigars classic TV commercial, and mm. it is it is fantastic. Do you want to describe what happens in this commercial, Jeff? I would love to. Uh, sure. I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch it and I'm going to narrate it. And please folks out there, just understand I'm just describing what's happening on the screen. That's it. I'm not embellishing anything. Okay, here we go. All right. Oh, Robert Burns is walking along the beach with a small boy. There's some narration. He says they're just walking along. He has a pitchfork. Why? Nobody knows. A little boy runs up the beach to him. He leans down, he puts a ring on the little boy's finger. He calls it a Robert Burns band. Must be a band from his cigar. That seems inappropriate. Now he's kids. It's for kids. Now he's smoking in an armchair. He says it's an especially wonderful cigar. Oh, we get a shot of the cigars in the box. They come in five different sizes. Nature filtered. Nature filtered. We get a nice shot of tobacco leaves drying in the sun. And we're also informed that you can either get the fancy Robert Burns cigars for 25 cents or two for 25 cents. Holy cow. Wow. Okay. Robert Burns cigars. I'm going to have to go pick some of those up. So, yeah, it's interesting that uh, we're we're talking about, right, these... (laughs) 
cancerous sticks, these death sticks, if you will, um, in this this old timey commercial being really glorified, romanticized. It's interesting interesting to me that in the advertisement itself, he's hearkening back to an older time because some people might even say, oh, remember like the Robert Burns commercials? And then Mm. in the commercial itself, it's saying, remember when my uncle took me to the beach and put a ring on my finger? Remember when I... (laughs) I was I I was wed to an old man on the beach, and my ring was a cigar wrapper. <laughs> oh, the good old days! Good old days when smoking was not painful or harmful or cancerous, and child marriage was not illegal. <laughs> oh, went- Robert Burns, we salute you, my friend. Salute you. Rest in peace. Yeah, Robert Burns apparently has a surprising amount of pepper and spice throughout oh. the cigar, balanced out by smooth cedar notes and aged tobacco. Oh. Is it that surprising, though? <laughs> it's just what I would expect from Robert Burns. <laughs> Probably not by like the tenth cigar or even like the second cigar. Like, if you're still being surprised by what a cigar tastes like, maybe right. stop smoking cigars. Maybe <laughs> seek medical help. <laughs> Oh man, Robert Burns. Robert Burns. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's fun. All right, so they walk by the Robert Burns ad, right? Which, which, okay, let's 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 hark it. Let's rewind it for a second. Which tells okay. us, oh, okay, this must be an old, maybe an old timey movie set at one point that okay, they're shooting sure. that for, having that advertisement from the 30s or the 40s, putting you mm-hmm. in the in the uh, in that time period. Now, this is kind of cool that we get. You know, you were meant. We talked a little bit off uh, before we started recording mm-hmm. um, about how it's kind of cool when there are movie sets in movies, right? Like yeah, movies inside of movies. Yeah, it's um, fun. It's 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 almost like a playland because you know what you're seeing as the movie in the movie can't be real. No part of that can be real. So they're they're free to like use the sets or interact with people who are trying to do a different job. It just it just kind of opens up the 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 rule book to say, Hey, we can kind of do anything with a movie within a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of like the best movie that has movie within the movie. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen the player? I have not. Oh, the player is, is excellent. That's a, that's a very, very good movie. Uh, truly a great film. Okay. Um, check out the player. Yeah. I believe that's a Robert Altman movie. I can look okay. that up. And that's all yeah. about a movie being filmed within a movie. The whole thing takes place like within Hollywood. So the whole thing mm. is very tongue in cheek. Like right. it takes, it, the movie is about actors and actresses, like on movie sets, on movie lots, like people trying to get deals done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a whole another kind of subplot about, uh, I, I think if I remember right, some, some of the characters get uh, mixed up in some crimes, but um, yeah, the player is great. Okay. The player. Um, I think the one I uh, thought of right away was uh, in the movie Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, where Jane Silent Bob are like running <laughs> through all more these highbrow. <laughs> much yeah. more highbrow, much more the cerebral film of the two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but they're running through the different movie sets. And at one point, they're um, about to run through a Wes Craven uh, thriller or horror movie, slasher, what have you. And 
uh, the, I think the studio execs are trying to convince Wes Craven. Yeah, people love monkeys. You have to have a monkey in this scene. <laughs> Wes Craven just is not having it. <laughs> and then Jay and Silent Bob run through the scene. Jay picks up the monkey and says, we love this monkey. And they, I believe they take it with them for the rest of the movie. It, it's the one that always pops into my head. Just, I, I love That's that amazing. little <laughs> interruption. We love this monkey. <laughs> I love that's the one you thought of. Uh, that's a great movie. I have a very, so- I have a big soft spot for Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just looked up the player. It is a Robin Altman movie starring okay. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check one. that out. Yeah. 1992. Um, I, I, I mean, just as part of the scene, I just, I really like how they're just using the steps as if a real movie scene would use the steps as like, oh, we're going to, sit on these steps and have it out. Like it's a nice quiet scene in the middle of all this chaos that's been happening up to this point in the movie where she's been on the run now with him and taking him through these, uh, taking him away from the bad guys, trying to, you know, escape mayhem and murder. And here's like a quiet moment where they're, they found some time to actually talk. And we, as the audience are learning about why exactly she wants his help, why she needs his help. Yeah, and you're right. Like they sit on this stoop. It looks like a stoop, like right out of Brooklyn or something. Um, but mm-hmm. it's clearly just on this movie set. And that's kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah, so right when they move up to the stairs, we get a nice little kick in with the score, don't we? Yeah. And it's it's a, it's 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 a fun little overly dramatic score. Maybe it's because they're on the movie set and they're trying to play that a little bit for laughs. But maybe they're trying to take it a little bit more seriously. I, I'm not really sure. It's very after school specialist special score, isn't special it? Special score, yeah. Especially after school specialty, <laughs> yeah. And this it's is like uh, Ira. Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm just here's my rendition. And then she says, "Dad, <laughs> I I've obeyed. been taking." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been taking caffeine pills, but I have AIDS. It's much more dramatic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So dramatic for after school special. Uh, Ira Newborn is our composer for this movie. Ira Newborn has had a long, well, had a long 1980s to 1990s run as a composer, composing music for 16 Candles, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. Yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, man. Naked Gun. Oh, my gosh. It's one of my personal favorites. Oh, yeah. Uncle Buck, My Blue Heaven, Naked Gun Two and a Half, Ace Ventura, Naked Gun 33 and a Third, Jeez. <laughs> Jerky Boys movie, Mallrats, and ending with Basketball. like all the great comedies from the yeah. mid to late 80s. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know why he's not still composing because that's a nice run and looks like he's still alive. But yeah. yeah, it looked like he ended maybe it he's in retired. 98, yeah, maybe just retired. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> All right. So should we talk about the conversation here? Because we find out that um we we get a little motivation for her actions, right? Mm-hmm. Um she says uh, they killed him. He's like, killed who? Hasi. Yeah, and so we find out, well, he finds out what we already know, which is that guy got killed in the in the airport parking lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why she's on the run. Right, it's, it's, she's on the run because they killed her buddy, her partner, her friend, Hasi, for these emeralds. 
She mentions six perfect emeralds, priceless. Yeah. That's all she tells priceless. us in this minute. So she doesn't give us where they're from yet. Um, but I love his, I love Jeff Goldblum's reactions to everything. The first couple of things he's saying is killed who? And she says, Hossie. He says, Hossie. And he, he does this next minute too, where he's just kind of giving a one or two word question back to ask for more details. Cause he's already been doing this every time she takes him somewhere new up to this yeah. point, she's finally giving him answers. So it's just, I, I just love his little, okay. Uh-huh. His it's little that classic like Jeff Goldblum calm where he's in the middle of a situation where he shouldn't be so calm, mm-hmm. but he is right. He's got that Jeff Goldblum kind of cool to mm-hmm. him. And even at the very end of this minute when he's like, so they killed this guy for six emeralds. Right. You know, <laughs> and like in that moment, you're kind of like, yeah, what the what the hell? Like they killed him for six emeralds. Nice really? save. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. universe. <laughs> well, Michelle Pfeiffer is doing Michelle Pfeiffer things. She's really good at these emotional appeals in her movie where she's putting inflections on everything. She could just be saying there are six perfect emeralds that are priceless, but she's given this inflection of there's six perfect emeralds priceless. Yeah. Like every word that she's saying is, is hang with desperation with help me vibes all over it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see you, you, this is early in her career, right? Like she had, am I right about that? She hadn't yes. kind of really broken out yet. Mm-hmm. You can see here like the beginnings of why, she had a big career there for the next 15 years or so. Yeah, this um, is just, I think, five years into her career, which started in 1980, at least film-wise. Right. TV-wise, it looks like it started a couple of years ahead of, uh, earlier than that. What would be her like breakout, do you think? Scarface. Oh. Scarface. If you remember Scarface, she's uh, Tony, Montana, Tony Montana's girl Montana. and wife. And she's a cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. <laughs> she's just uh, de- I forgot about that I forgot evolving throughout the movie the, as, yeah yes as I, I forgot that she was the the love interest in Scarface right okay. mm-hmm. Brian De Palma yeah um yeah she's she's good like yeah she uh, like I said you can see why she her career took off after these first few films um her performance is subtle but very real and and uh you know hard to deny Mm -hmm. how she has just a nice screen presence i'm I'm probably going to save the savak talk for tomorrow because it kind of talks more about the specifics about savak talk savak talk about the the bad guys that they're being chased by cool yeah yeah so did you have anything else for this minute I don't think so. I mean, we covered the cigar commercial, which was really the most important <laughs> thing. So right. we had to <laughs> I think talk I'm about good. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That wraps it up, I think. All right. Listeners can find the Into the Night podcast on iTunes and Google Play or at the main site, nightminute.com. The social media presence is The King Lives Listeners Limo on Facebook and on Twitter at Night Minute. I'm John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And please join us here next time on the Into the Night Minute for Minute 43. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category. Mm-hmm.